On this episode of Podcastification, I want to address one of the most frequently asked questions I get, and that is, how do you find time to podcast? My name is Kerry Green, and I am the Client Happiness Guy at PodcastFastTrack.com, and this is Podcastification. This show is all about podcasting, how to do it, how not to do it, best practices, interesting news items that have to do with the realm of podcasting, and who knows what else. And I'm trying to do it all with a little bit of fun and some information to help you get a show going, keep yours going, or make it better. And if you like what's going on here on the show, I would appreciate it, oh, so appreciate it, if you could leave a rating or review on iTunes. You can find out how to do that at podcastfasttrack.com slash review. That's enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. Okay, this is a big deal sort of an issue. I'm telling you, we all love our podcasts, but the time crunch happens to all of us. There's just no getting around it. You've got to figure out how you're going to consistently record your podcast episodes. And depending on the type of show that you have, that task is going to be either more easy or more difficult. So I thought it would be good to have a brainstorming kind of a session here. Things I can share with you that I've observed different clients doing that have observed different podcasters doing that are good ideas, bad ideas, somewhere in between, but just things to get your creative juices flowing. Because if you think about this, you are the one who's got to figure this out, how it fits in your lifestyle. I can't tell you exactly what's going to fit for you, but perhaps I can get some ideas out there for you to think about that you can apply and tweak and modify to fit your life and the way your business or your podcast workflow works in order to make your podcast publishing more consistent and higher quality. And I feel like I should say as well that these ideas that I'm about to give you are from the perspective of a guy who started his own podcasting journey when he was still working a full-time job. So I'm trying to lay out some ideas that can work in that scenario, because I think the majority of people who podcast do that exact same thing. They have a full-time career or job or something, and their podcast is part of a side hustle or part of a passion project that they're trying to get out into the world to add their experience in their area of expertise to the conversation. And so the ideas that I'm going to pass your way on this episode are trying to keep that reality in mind. And one last thing, understand these are my ideas. These are not necessarily the only way to do it. It's not how I'm saying you have to do it. If you find something that works for you outside the boundaries of what I'm talking about, hey, go for it. But I'm trying to address some of the practical issues behind getting your content produced and out there for your listening audience and perhaps others who find your show in the future to enjoy and benefit from on a consistent basis. So I think we need to start out by talking about the elephant in the room. And that is that if you're going to do a quality podcast, you need to realize you're going to have to drop something else in order to make it happen. 
I mean, you can't continue living life full bore with a full-time career, with kids to pick up at daycare, with a family to love and live with, with weekend trips to the lake, with hobbies, with you know all these other things in your life. You can't expect that you're going to be able to squeeze in something else as significant as a podcast and everything else just going running smoothly. <laughs> That's just not going to happen. You're going to have to sit down and what I would suggest is that you make a bullet point list of all the things that currently take up your time. And so this is not only going to include things like your job, your involvement in civic or community groups, church activities, family time. And it's not only going to involve the big stuff like that. It's also going to involve the small stuff like watching Netflix three nights a week or sleeping in two days on the weekend. You know, those kinds of things you need to put everything down that you are allowing your time to be used for. And this may take a while, but I'm telling you, this is going to be worth it once you get through this little exercise. So make that bullet point list first thing and start thinking through that list. What are the things on this list that cannot be taken off? These are the high priority things for my life, the things that Everything else will fall apart if these things don't happen. And maybe you'll put a circle around those things. Okay, those are your high priorities. They're going to stay on the list. Now, as you get through that, you're going to start recognizing there are things on this list that don't have to be on this list. These don't have to be sucking up my time. Things like watching Netflix every weekend or going to the lake every weekend. I mean, maybe you could do one weekend a month or something like that. You know, those kinds of things. You have got to be the one to go through that list and decide what are the things in this list that can be dropped in order for me to put in this higher priority thing, my podcast. Now, once you've done that, I would suggest you look at currently underused pieces of time in your weekly schedule where you could do your podcasting. And I have two main suggestions for this. Okay, you may not like to hear what I'm about to say, but these are the two that I've seen work most for most podcasters. And honestly, that worked the best for me before I was able to have a full-time schedule that was my own schedule that I could arrange around podcasting if I wanted to. Because right now, I consider myself a professional podcaster. I have three podcasts going on in 2018, possibly a fourth within the first part of the year. And I do this professionally because it's a part of my business. And so you need to think through what can you do before you get to that point? Now that you're working full time, you've got to bring in, come in in other ways. Where are the places you can fit it in? And these two are what I had to do when I first started working a full-time job, but starting a podcast. And here they are. And like I said, you're not going to enjoy these. Early morning and late evening. Those are the two options usually that you've got to take into consideration. Now, let's talk about each one of them. The points I'm going to tell you about how to go about this or the things to consider are going to be the same in both time slots, early morning and late evening. But let's talk about the pros and cons of each. Early morning, man, if you're not an early riser already, this could be really hard for you. I get that. Late evening, If you have a job or responsibilities during the day that are stressful or very physically tiring, late evenings could be tough because it could be hard for you to even stay awake. But here's what I suggest. Don't allow the difficulty to become an excuse. Okay, if this podcast is really that important to you, 
if it's really that important that you add that kind of value to your listening audience, you're going to have to make some sacrifices to make this thing a success. And so I suggest early morning and late evening because they're the two times that seem to work best for people who are working a full-time job. Early morning, the rest of the family's not up yet. They haven't started their breakfast routine. It's nice and quiet. You're able to do the things you need to do kind of huddled away in your studio or your office where you can get that podcast thing done. Late evening, my hope is you've already fulfilled your responsibilities towards your family. Everybody's getting ready for bed, going to bed, and you are able to do your podcasting then after everybody else is already winding down for the evening. Now, both of those options, I should say this, I would encourage you, whichever you pick, to start small, maybe two mornings a week instead of every morning during the week. Just pick two mornings per week, one for doing your actual recording and editing and another for doing your show notes, publication and publicity or promotion. You see, you can make this thing happen. By breaking it up into bite-sized chunks, and those are two are probably bigger than bites, but I mean, you get the idea of what I'm saying. You break it apart and you do it in increments, okay? So start small, maybe one morning a week, two mornings a week to get done what you need to get done in order to make your podcast episode for each week. Now, depending on the type of show that you do, you're going to find this to be either more or less difficult. If you do a solo show like I'm doing right now, where there's no guest, there's nothing I had to coordinate with anybody to do this. I could just sit down and record it. You're going to be able to bang those out fairly quickly. So in this early morning, late evening model, you may be able to knock out two of those in one early morning or two of them in one late evening. Man, that's wonderful. The more you can batch record, which is getting your podcast done four or five or six episodes at a time. It doesn't have to be that many. But if it is that many, man, the better off you are. One of my podcasts right now, I have scheduled out six weeks in advance right now because I've been able to do this kind of batch recording. I encourage you to aim for that target and don't guilt yourself out and kill yourself with that kind of thing. If you're not able to accomplish it right away, you're moving toward that target. That's where you're trying to get to. So if you can only get one out a week for the present time, hey, stick with that one hour a week and you'll learn as you work the process how to speed up your workflow, how to get in a second episode, that kind of thing. So if you're doing a solo show, you'll be able to bang out a couple each time. You'll be able to get ahead. That'll be a huge relief for you. Hey, we will get back to the episode right after this short break. I promise. Do you have questions about podcasting? I just might have some answers for you. You can go to podcastfasttrack.com slash question and leave your question or comment. Who knows? You might hear your melodious voice on the next episode. I always keep my promises. So here we go. Now let's talk about what if you're doing like a Q&A show where you have listeners who call in with questions and answers and that kind of thing and you answer things. Well, you may have those audio files like on a speak pipe account or something and you're able to just download them and all you're doing really is editing and mixing the show so you're not really having to record anything but your answers and that can go fairly quickly too so if you have a Q&A show or if you're a specialist in some area and you don't have a Q&A show maybe that's something you want to weave in every other episode maybe is a Q&A episode now let me warn you about Q&A episodes 
you have to have an audience of a big enough size that you can have some critical mass in that and actually get people responding with questions and answers. You'll notice in my new format, I'm offering to answer questions, but I've been building up this podcast for over two years and I'm hopeful. I don't know, but I'm hopeful that I'll get some questions and some answers. You never really know till you try, but don't count on it until you know you've got some questions coming in. The reason I decided to try it was because I'm starting to get more and more email questions, people asking me things via email. And I thought, heck, if these people are listening to the show already and I can create an audio aspect of the show that is a Q&A, man, that's a lot more entertaining. It's more fun for people to listen to instead of just my voice. So again, back to our point, the Q&A show may be something you can put together pretty quickly. If all you're doing is editing and mixing show notes, you may be able to bang out a couple of those a week in an early morning or a late evening time frame. Now, here's the tough one. If you're doing an interview-based show, that's going to be one of the hardest for you to do because you're doing it early in the morning and your guest may not actually want to speak to you early in the morning. That They may not be a morning person and depending on time zones, that could get even harder. So here's what I recommend. I recommend you set up a scheduling app of some kind. I use one called You Can Book Me and you block out the early morning or late evening time frame in which you're going to be doing interviews. And when you reach out to guests for your show and you ask them to be on your show, you provide the link to your scheduling app and you let them pick a time within the blocks that you're recording. So early morning or late evening. This is not as big of a deterrent as you think it might be. I have actually been a guest on some shows where the only recording blocks were like 6 to 7.30 a.m. in the mornings on weekdays. Well, if I want to be on the show badly enough, I'll figure out a way to do that. Keep this in mind. Your guest is making an exception in their schedule to come on your show anyway. It's like an appointment that they're making. And it's a one-time exception to their schedule to come onto your show. So if you make that early in the morning, they're still interrupting their schedule. It's just maybe a personal schedule instead of a business in the office kind of a schedule. So don't let your own assumptions that people won't want to do an interview early in the morning or late in the evening deter you from trying. I think it's worth a try. And I know at least a handful of podcasters who that's the only time they record interviews and they never run out of interviews. I mean, people will do this, but get yourself a good free scheduling app, explain it ahead of time to your guests and let the chips fall where they may. They will come on your show if they want to be on your show. And if they don't and are a guest who's influential enough that you want to make an exception to your situation, then by all means, you can do that. It's your show. But the point I'm making here is don't let an early morning or a late evening time frame deter you from trying to get people to do interviews during those time frames. I've seen it work. I know it can work. I think it could work for you. Now, let me say one last thing before we wrap up this episode. I'm only talking about early morning and late evening, not weekends. Because I think most of us would love to still have our weekends available for family and for fun and for those kinds of things. If you're a person who's got time on the weekend, hey, by all means, apply some of these principles to what you're talking about in the time frame that you have available. But again, I'm approaching this from the standpoint of someone who works full time, who has responsibilities at home and in their community, and early morning and late evening may be the only times they're able to do that. 
that's who I'm really targeting this episode to. So apply this, how it fits your circumstance. And the last thing I need to say is if you're doing one of those early morning or late evening timeframes, you need to get your family on board. I mean, if you have a spouse or you have kids, you need to work it out with them that it's okay for you to do early morning or late evening recording. You need to do that. You need to have those conversations. And you see, they need to understand the importance of your podcast. Keep this in mind. They don't have the benefit that you have of positive feedback you've received from your podcast audience. They don't have the benefit of the encouragement you get when you see your podcast download numbers going up. They don't get the benefit of the pleasure you derive from sharing your expertise or sharing with people over the airwaves of a podcast audio. You see what I'm saying? They don't have the same enthusiasm about your podcast that you do inherently. You're going to have to help them with that. So sit down and talk with them. Tell them your vision for the podcast. Tell them what you think is possible. Tell them why it's so exciting to you. And most people's families are going to be excited that this member of their family has something they're so excited about and they're going to want to support you. But you've got to have that conversation first. So get your family on board. If it's your spouse and you need to talk with your spouse about not coming to bed when they come to bed because you're going to be doing work for your podcast that you're building into hopefully a source of revenue or business or something, you know, they get that. And for at least a season of time, they can work with you on it. Early morning, you may not have the same issue because they may not want to get up early when you're getting up early and all of that. But you get the point. Get your family on board. Make this a cooperative effort, even though they're not actually doing recordings or they're not actually writing show notes. They're not actually setting up the publishing. They're on your team. They're people who need to be on board with you as you're working to get your content published. And I said that was the last thing, but it's not the last thing. I have one other thing to say about this. And it's really a reiteration of something I said at the beginning. If this podcast is important enough to you, you will figure out a way to make it work. And I would encourage you, as you start working through this process that I've outlined, or something similar that you feel would fit your situation better, think through your own tendency to make excuses for things. What are the reasons you say, oh, that's too much, or that's too hard, or I don't know if I want to do all of that. You see, what are your tendencies? Identify them. Pick out what it is that will potentially keep you from following through on one of these options or some other option that you've come up with and decimate, destroy, and obliterate those excuses in your own mind. Don't give yourself an excuse. Don't give yourself any reason not to succeed with this podcast because I'm convinced if you want to do it, you will figure out a way to do it. And this episode is just giving you some brainstorm kind of thoughts for how you can potentially go about that. If you have figured out something different from what I've explained on this episode, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at carey, C-A-R-E-Y, at podcastfasttrack.com, or you can go to my new SpeakPipe page at podcastfasttrack.com slash question, that's singular, no S on the end, and let me know. I would love to hear about it. This show is brought to you by Podcast Fast Track, where my team provides professional podcasting services without the time suck. Full production, editing, and show notes 
all-in-one monthly subscription package. You can find out more at podcastfasttrack.com. Now go out and make it a podcastificating day. Audio editing and show notes by podcastfasttrack.com. Get 15% off your first month by mentioning this show.